Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Dacia Coffee. Dacia, you are a fractional chief marketing officer, and you are also the founder and CEO of The Marketing Blender, and you're found on the web at themarketingblender.com. Also, Dacia, you, your personal website, daciacoffee.com. Now, the spelling on that, uh, to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, just kind of click around, find the show notes. We've got a direct link, Stacey, to your website. Uh, you're the author of the book, Corporate Caffeine. Well, this is going to be a fun conversation. Stacey, thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited. I'm a huge fan. And just any time to connect with somebody where I have aligned values around, yeah. it's like my happy place. Yeah. Well, let's start off by talking about the what are the values or the corporate values of Blender? So we'd simplify it by saying mastery, which is deep dive into the value you can bring for other people. Truth. We tell the truth early and often. I don't think the world is terribly kind to truth tellers. And so it takes courage. So I love Truth, growth, of course, we're a marketing agency, so we grow companies, but also high level of accountability on personal growth, fun, because if you're doing awesome work with awesome people, it should be fun. But then really the backbone of all of that is servant leadership. I mean, I think it's the one heartbeat that no matter where you see me, no matter what role I'm playing, no matter who you're engaging with on my team, it's about the role that servant leadership is supposed to play in the business world. Yeah. Now you work with many mids, is this correct? You work primarily with mid-sized B2B companies? We started that way and oh. now scaled all the way back to small, even um, sub $1 million companies. And so, yeah, we've got quite the range now. But but primarily B2B, is that right? Oh yes, primarily I, B2B. I love B2B. Why do you love B2B? <laughs> So I feel like these people are the unsung heroes of our society. I mean, they're the reason why water turns on and our heat works and television comes on and technology and that we're protected. And so I am so impressed by people just diligently putting out their mastery into the world to serve others. And so many people don't even know about their work. And so it's the most human side of business, what I feel like, because it's also really complicated. And so you really have to engage in regards to what's in it for this person. They're representing dozens, hundreds, thousands of people sometime in their singular decisions. And it's a lot of pressure. And I just really respect how much integrity it takes to navigate those really complicated environments. I love it. Yeah. Um, so Daisy, uh, um, you know, in, in the B2B world, why does someone need a fractional CMO? 
So I think COVID really brought this into living color. It's that so many companies have really, really talented tacticians, really talented, excellent doers, smart mm -hmm. people. But when you are in the weeds every single day, trying to launch loads of content, do sales enablement, whatever your role is in the marketing place or in that middle middle place in between sales and marketing, it is very difficult to extrapolate high level thinking, strategic thinking and go, wait, are there any missed assumptions? Did we, are we thinking about this correctly? Do I even have time to look at the data and ask myself, what is that actually saying? And the answer is oftentimes no. And then you add to that, the complexity of these environments, which I was just talking about. A lot of these really wonderful CEOs are looking at their marketer and they're saying, um, they're great. I have no idea how to develop this person. I just don't want to lose them, but I don't really know how to mature their personal development, our marketing approach. And so there's this messy middle of how do you help a really smart, talented person develop upward in their career, but also sophisticate and mature your marketing so that you're getting more return on investment, that it is more deeply aligned with how you sell, how you go to market, and even more deeply aligned with the changes that are happening in the marketing, in the marketing space. And mm. a fractional CMO is perfect for that because you get individual and organizational impact and all of that strategic alignment, but no executive salary, no benefit package, no golden handcuffs. You get all of the impetus for how do you scale and accelerate revenue growth, um, but without that huge overhead burden. Yeah. Um, you know, looking through your social media, uh, Daisy, um, you know, you're, you're obviously, you're a very good friend to B2B world on all manners of things uh, that might be a little confusing. Um, obviously, one subject that you talk about a bit is social media. Um, how, what are some of your observations of this world and, and perhaps how many companies are really missing the boat or missing out on opportunities specifically by not um, making it easier to build a relationship with them? Oh my gosh. I love this question. Thank you for this. So I think the one sentence bumper sticker of it is going to sound ludicrous, but just hang with me. It's that social media is social, meaning people love people. They're curious about what we're thinking. They want to engage in something real and authentic. And instead we've got a lot of this corporate marketing out there. That's pretty bland. It's talking about products and services. Nobody buys a product or service in B2B. And I know that sounds really weird, but they're buying a solution to their problem. They're buying progress. They're buying opportunity. Yeah. They're mitigating risk. They're doing all sorts of really heroic things, but they are not buying your widget or your professional service or whatever else you are offering. They're not. They're buying what's behind that. And so in social media, I've really seen in the last couple of years, it go from a visibility platform where people first heard about you Mm. Now it's moving into a trust building place where mm. I am seeing more and more social media owns the heart of the brand, not the website so much anymore. It depends on the brand. So really it's a very different arena for B2B, what role social is playing. And I actually see profoundly see it's moving into a sales enablement space, especially with the advent of social selling and people that do it really well, yeah. all of the live 
you know, opportunities now and the podcast and how that's, you know, collapsing in on one another. And so I think it's exciting, but people just have to remember, you have to be human. It's social media. It's not corporate. Even if you're talking about LinkedIn, it's all about humans. That's, I love it. You are speaking my language, Dacia. (laughs) Um, From a sales enablement standpoint, um, help me connect the dots between great B2B marketing using social and where does that now connect to sales? Because a lot of times I think when we think B2B sales, it's you got to go to trade events, you got to go to trade shows, you just got to build relationships. But yet, you know, we have all these amazing, you know, social media can be used for good, it can be used to annoy people. (laughs) I think, unfortunately, far too many marketers are just annoying people, and they're not using it to truly build relationships. Um, Not only can you open up the door, you know, from a top of the funnel perspective, but you can totally nurture relationships, if done in an authentic way, Let's let's start talking about the sales application of this. 100%. You nailed it when you said the center of it is building relationships. And that means real relationship, as in the person that is receiving your direct message or responding to you or liking your post is a functioning person that you ought to actually care about from the heart and that you want to be good to you. And one of the principles that we follow is you have to give what you want to get. So if you want followers, you need to be a follower. If you want engagement, you need to engage, give people a like, give people a comment, pay attention Mm. to others and make sure that it is a reciprocal relationship because that is authentic. You know, I think automation is dying on social media. And I know a lot of people in your audience are like, whatever, I get a million messages per day that are from, you know, the automated bots. They're awful. And I would say, well, that's how I know it's dying because we all know now that it's automated. We can all sniff it out, you know, very, very quickly. And when somebody actually comments or says something specific to you, that's real, you know, you know, immediately, well, this is a one-to-one conversation. And so that's really what sales is about. You know, I think there's this misnomer because that's what we were taught 10 and 20 more years ago about building relationship and being in B2B belly to belly selling environments, but it's not about where you're engaging people. It's not, you don't have to be in person anymore. Sometimes that relationship is being built in social media. Sometimes it is being built in comments. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it is being built because you're a host on a webinar or a guest on a podcast, or you were an author of an article, or, you know, you have follow worthy content on social media where people go, wow, I just like this guy. I just Mm. like this girl. Like they're saying some really good stuff and people will be attracted to that. So, I I mean, it's a hundred percent about building relationships, but de, de, um, mystifying where that has to happen. Stop it. Who cares if the relationship's happening on LinkedIn versus in a live meeting versus at a trade show? Doesn't matter. It's all of it building a single relationship. And so you really just have to build an ecosystem around the people that you want to love and serve. Yeah. And and I think that um, in terms of activity, um, do you mind if we get a little, oh man, we only have a few minutes. Darn it. Uh, there's so many things I wanted to ask you, especially again, uh, a fellow B2B nerd. So I'm like, Ooh, you know, I, again, just want to champion. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. Um, how do you engage as a fractional 
um, CMO? Uh, like, where do you come in? And also, like, what would be an example of a company who's like, absolutely, like, perfect timing, perfect everything, you need to start working with Daisy immediately? So a couple different things in regards to the problem. If they've hit a sales plateau and they do not know why, or they have tried a million things and they cannot break that ceiling, mm. that's one of them. Another one is we think our marketing's working. We just don't know what part. We don't know why. We don't know how to make it better. We don't know our real ROI. We can't, we can't track anything. That's another one is wanting to get more bang for your buck. Those are two really big ones. And then the other, th the other one is we should be so much bigger. We are so much better than our competition and we can't, we can't crack the code. People don't understand what we do. We can't reach our target market. So, I mean, just these really frustrating things where you know have a lot to offer and you can't seem to translate potential into reality. So there's that frustration. We end that. And we always start with strategy. Now, I'm a very impatient audience member, speaker, CEO, the whole deal. So when we're talking about strategy, I mean, documenting all of your decision-making criteria, building your marketing plan and putting an execution roadmap in place in less than eight weeks. I mean, extremely aggressive so that we stop wasting money, stop wasting time, stop wondering and hoping if it'll work and instead go, we know why it's going to work. We know how it's going to work. We know how we're going to build the growth engine. Let's go. And we do that in, yeah, pretty, in a pretty short amount of time. And it is so fun. It's so fun to unlock organizational potential because you're actually unlocking individual potential in the process. It is so, so exciting to be able to support people and their dreams and how they serve the world. It is just such an honor. Yeah. Um, your book, Corporate Caffeine, can you, can you tell me, just tell us a, a little bit about that? Yeah. So spoiler alert, it is basically everything we do for our clients, but in a DIY format, because there is so much changing in the world and people are sabotaging their own growth and wasting too much money, too much sanity doing marketing wrong because the rules of the game have changed. They have yeah. changed and no one is talking about the fact that what you learned in the 2000s or before does yep. not work anymore. And guess what? What worked in 2020 is not working in 2022 and will not work in 2023. The rapid acceleration of change is a totally new game. And it means you need to know the rules of the game. And then you need to know how to build a system that you can optimize and be extremely agile. And as you're navigating a, a more and more human world, that's being accelerated by technology humans, we are predictably irrational <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> that's why we need each other. <laughs> you know, you need, to, you know, we need to be able to help each other navigate these really complex decisions. And so um, the book is about how to align your sales and your marketing and your ops and your customer service and everyone else. And it's a paradigm shift around servant leadership and a really practical, this is what you say. This is when you say it. These are the tech. This is how to know what tactics to apply in order to aggressively serve your market and grow your revenue. Yeah. All right. So your website, themarketingblender.com, and then you can also go to daisyacoffee.com. When somebody goes to either of those websites, what would you recommend that they click on? What should they do? Like, what is the next step in the relationship? Sure. So if you are looking for tools, if you've got tricky growth issues, 
on, there is a resources page on the marketingblender.com and there are so many free resources. Now, yes, you'll see a form or two. No, we do not believe in email spam. So you will get one or two email videos <laughs> to <laughs> teach you how to implement that tool. And then we're out. We will, we push you out of the nest and launch you. So just some really great stuff, everything from purpose-driven branding all the way over to a truly aggressive how to pivot your business and drive revenue this quarter playbook. So lots and lots of tools on that side. Um, and over on daciacoffee.com, it's a lot more about individual potential. So we have a podcast called Corporate Caffeine, and it really is about bringing your significance into the work world and unleashing your potential through your value at work. And so they can uh, check out that podcast. I love it. Well, fellow podcasters, well, Dacia, thank you so much, uh, Dacia Coffee. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you so much, Josh. And thank you for your work in this world. And you're such an encourager. I think it's so important. So I just really appreciate you. Ah, uh, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.